0: All
1: right. Three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Thanks for tuning back into our uh, podcast episode. Uh, it's Isaiah Novalis here with my co-host, Austin Otis. What's going on? We got an amazing guest on today, my homie, day one, Thomas Hamilton. Tell hey, me, how's it going,
2: brother? It's me, baby. It's me. It's going good, man. It feels it feels good to be back home. Yeah, back man, you've been out of the you've been out of the nine
1: oh seven for a minute. Facts.
2: I've been down in Bellingham doing my thing with the with the crew down there, making yes, sir. some music. Uh Things got a little crazy during the pandemic, yeah. but it, it feels good to be home. It's right. like a reconnection to your roots. You know? Yeah, yeah we
0: had a few episodes about what people are doing during COVID. So what were you doing during the lockdowns? And when, or is Bellingham still locked down? Besides making a shit ton of music. I know. I'm still for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
2: you know. Um, so I, I was actually running a company with a couple guys that I met down there. We were doing a lot of construction work servicing the San Juan Islands. And right before the pandemic hit, that kind of fell through. And uh, they weren't the best business partners to be in business with. And uh, I just kind of took it as a sign that, you know, m- maybe this isn't isn't what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And so when the pandemic hit full force down there, uh, everything had fallen through with the partners. Uh, funding was drained. And uh, I jumped on the unemployment train and I was able to maintain my bills. And uh, looking at it, I had about seven months of unemployment that I could live off okay. of. Yeah. And so, when I realized that, I connected with Austin Webb, who is a local here mm-hmm. in Ketchikan, and uh, he wanted to produce my debut album. Hell
0: yeah! And so Hell yeah! In
2: fact, so uh, we got together, and he just started sending me this. This guy's been sending me beats for years. And he would always send me stuff, and it was all right at first.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And and he spent those years per- perfecting that craft. Right. And when he started s- sending me the new stuff, saying, you know, uh, let's work. And I was looking for a producer to produce this album because I want to work one on one with one person to produce this album. Right. And so he started sending me this stuff, and everything was fire. Oh. And I'm like, "Bro, let's go, game on!" Cause up the beats in the basement. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, that's exactly. the thing is, you put
1: a funky beat on for old Tommy. No matter, it doesn't matter what my frame of mind he's got. He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna hop off on that. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we do it. So, uh, we
2: we sat down, and had a little discussion, and, and mind you, we're doing all this through Zoom mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, and uh, uh, an app called Steam Link, which I was able to see exactly what he's doing on the computer. And it actually able to manipulate it from my own computer or my phone oh, so damn. we could do it fully on the go. We didn't have to be together, and uh, it's it just something that worked out. So when I realized that I had that unemployment, I said, okay, let's, let's go. <laughs> All in. All so in. So for the last six months, we were doing like eight to ten hours a day every day sitting in my studio apartment there in Bellingham grinding on this album. Yeah. We're finding every, every single aspect of
0: it. So. Unemployment was able to give you a little security to work oh, on your music, right? And but you, yeah. it.
1: and it's like you deserve that too. You put in, we yeah. all, you know, we all put into it, and Absolutely. so it's like you might as well take full advantage of that. Put your dream on the line and it, it, just go for exactly, it, man. Exactly, man. It's your money, right? It's your yeah. money. You yeah. pay into
2: that. <laughs> yeah. You take that up. So you know, a let. good reset, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a good yeah. time for people
0: to sit back. And, and really like, reconnect to what they were what they before you yeah know,
1: what what you grew up on what bring you back to your roots that's why I, that's dude every time i see you in town i love running into you because mm-hmm. it reminds me of childhood man when we were just running around little hood rats <laughs> we used to uh, during, the, Hooligans, huh? during the summertime <laughs> during
2: the summertime isaiah and i uh, Sometimes, some days we wouldn't be able to link up and whatnot, but this dude was always tech savvy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. he, he, he'd he call me, and yeah. we'd get a little three way call. we do prank <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, no, I never gonna forget that. Uh, we I do prank phone, that. prank phone calls in the pizza parlors and <laughs> doing whatever we could to keep ourselves our, our entertained. As my yeah. buddy Zachy Moon would say, Squat, that's some quality self entertainment.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. But the thing is, too, you know it's a it's a whole mindset to to kind of you know put your dreams on the line and you know what you really want to do and that's something that not a lot of people take that leap of faith and go for you know and it you know it's the same thing you know well wow you know i've always wanted to like we've had a couple guests that are like oh we want to start a podcast you know i didn't i didn't wake up one day and am like i'm gonna start a podcast you know it was just one of those things i'm like you know what this is something that's going to get me out of my comfort zone yeah let's do it you know and that's the same thing with you. Like when you started making music, I'm like, bro, you've been you've been freestyling since day one remember, in the dugouts and whatnot, yeah. playing baseball. Yeah. So you know, it's like to see you doing what you've like what you've always been doing, man. It's a it's very inspirational. And you know, COVID has its negativities to it, but at the same time. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of beauty in the struggle. You it's know, it's
2: a it's a blessing yep. and a curse. Yes, sir. A
1: rebirth. I look at it right. Hey. And you know, just like when you're talking about, you know, with the whole uh, business thing you, that fell through, you know, you 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 had the mindset to learn from it. Exactly,
2: I did. That's huge. I I learned a lot from it. And and one thing that, that I try to explain in, in everyday life <clears throat> is you'll notice that if you're going down the wrong path. To say a path, whether whether it's written, or it's destiny, or whatever you believe that is, Mm -hmm. if you're going down that wrong path, things are gonna be going wrong, 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 one thing after another, and you're gonna notice that, and you're gonna feel this struggle, this pain, you're not gonna have genuine happiness. But when you start to find that true happiness, as you start to be guided toward that happiness, right. that things are going to start to fall through, and you're going to notice that, that, that it's, everything's going to be starting to go smoother smoother, and that happiness level starts to increase. And you're like, wow, we're making moves. We're doing, doing what we want to do. And like you said, I, I choose to operate in faith instead of fear. Right. Because fear will not bring you to many places. Become comfortable with being uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, dude. I, I don't. I don't know who I first heard that from, but that that statement right there might, starts, might,
2: might have been uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, big mentor,
1: <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's so true though. I mean, being uncomfortable, you know, taking that whatever you're scared of, or you know, if you have some kind of fear, take that shit by the horns and just just own it. Yeah, you know, like. Go for it! Like, what do you got to lose? You know, we're, we're all on this earth. We all we all we are all born with something that you know we're gonna do something. Everybody's got enough going on; they're gonna do something.
2: Everybody's gifted in their yeah, own way.
1: In their own way, and you just gotta you either gotta realize that
0: yourself. And not give a fuck what anybody else thinks,
1: but you also just got you got to go for it. Truth, fact, you
0: know. Yeah, when I first started the podcast earlier, when it was K Youth podcast, you know, I had no idea what the hell I was doing, and I was just like borrowing from other podcasts that I listened to on the regular, and you know, it just all came together perfectly. It just all in, and now we're here. Right. Yeah, you know, we, we meshed two together mm-hmm. to make an, an awesome podcast.
2: Hey, exactly, and that and that's kind of similar with 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 the album as well as. I've always been able to come with the bars and and, and flow and delivery and all that. But the one thing that I lacked through my entire journey of making music and why I've never been able to make it on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Amazon, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, all the big platforms was because I didn't have that second key. The key was to have a producer produce everything alongside with you so that you have full ownership of what you're doing i was always prevented from doing that simply because i didn't have the income or the money to pay and lease all the beats so i couldn't make any money from right. it so i put out h- a hundred plus free songs uh, to get me to where i'm at because i always wanted people to hear it i, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a message i have something that i, that I, that I want to get out there something that i want to say and it's like a journal for me and you always have to have that second that second key, and that second key for me was uh, was Austin, my producer.
1: You know, that's it's a it's, it's good thing that you found him because I mean, dude, I'm glad you found that second key because you know it's onwards and upwards from here, brother. You know, yeah. like you got you got it all mapped out. You got the right mindset for it. You know, you got the right mentality and everything. Just just go for it, man. That's all. Hey. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna I always have supported you, yeah. and well, I'm always gonna. And that's the thing too is people from catch can i feel like there's like it's not like a cult fault like a cult thing but everybody you know when you see people your peers your buddies that you grew up with doing things that are genuinely them i mean you just kind of you support them no matter what it's authentic it's authentic and it's a real type of love you know and and to have that kind
2: of support is is incredible man It, it means the world to me we actually uh just linked back up with uh with a friend of mine down in Bellingham, his name's Chris Evans. He goes by krevins, mm-hmm. old homie of mine. When I first moved down to Bellingham in 2014, we linked up. I was walking through a ride Aid with DK, who oh. I used to make music with right. back in the day. And uh, he's seen our primitive music group sweaters. Right. And we were the only ones that had them. We made <laughs> them for ourselves. We're like, yo, we got to rep. Yeah. And we were walking through ride Aid, checking out. And this dude that checked us out... Crevens was, hey, cool sweaters. What 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 is Primitive Music Group? We gave him the the elevator pitch of what it what it is, and he said, "Yo, I'm cool if I swing by after work and make some music." And from there, (laughs) we went through a lot of trials, tribulation. We made some music together, and and he's and he's gifted with with what he does as well. So what just happened recently, which is a big transition in my life. You know, everybody here in Ketchikan, we have a lot of support on the Facebook page. We've had a lot of support over the years. Mm uh, with with music and everything, his uh, primitive music group was my baby right. from high school. I started yeah. it in high school. I do remember that. Yeah. And and I I brought it to 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 where it is. But and we had a lot of trials and tribulation in that as well. You know, at one point we had five or six members. Everybody cranking out music. We were dropping mixtapes left right. and right. All free music. It was a it was a big thing for me. And uh, over the years, everything has kind of dropped off. If it, like, like we said, if you're on the wrong path, you're on the wrong path, you're going to be steered down that right direction. And so it came down to just me. <laughs> I was the only person in Primitive yeah. Music Group. Well, that's not a group. <laughs> you know? yeah. So now, now I got Austin on and, and, and working on this album with me. Well, Krevin's approached me just, just recently and asked if I'd be willing to join up with Upper Room Entertainment, which is uh, – we call it your, it's your world, right, Right. I I love that, when he pitched that to me, I was like, I love it, I I would love to join, but one side of me, my ego, my pride, was telling me, you can't let this go, the Primitive Music Group's your baby, you know, you built this, You spent all this time building it, until it clicked one day, and I was like, went to Krevin's, I said, hey, what do you think about, join in joining the yeah, two just you know it. i got yeah. the facebook page uh and, and and now facebook is at a point where you can merge those oh, followers yeah. so all the day one followers don't have to they yeah re-follow. they don't have to refollow yeah. or anything it's right. just merge everything together and then that gives us a good start right. to get up and moving right now i think we got about five people on on uh, that, that are in the company uh-huh. and we're going to be doing a little bit of everything um
0: but J- just for the viewers, um, what just like your your sales pitch for Primitive Music, what is it? Just so
2: just for, so yeah. Primitive Music Group in, initially when it started, we were just making music. I had no idea what it was going to mm-hmm. be. But when I got my business license in 2017, because we started, we had a residency and we mm-hmm. had to make money. We had to cash checks. We had to do things legally. Uh, I got a sole proprietorship and uh, began to operate and was making a little bit of money. And I realized, well i can't just make money doing music because I can't sell my music because they don't have a producer <laughs> and so uh, that was when and when I got the business license, they needed to know what is this company, and so I chose media, marketing, and entertainment. I was into the marketing gig for Schmack Mechanical when I was working with them right. and so i had I had figured that out how to how to digitally market. And, and, and sell online. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for uh, four or five companies for a while where I just managed their social media accounts while still working a, a, a nine to five. And uh, it, it did relatively well, but not good enough to, to quit, yeah, to quit the nine to, to five, be, right. you know, and then it also took away from my time working on music, which is mm-hmm. what I really wanted to do. And so when Krevin's approached me, we're, it's, it's kind of similar aside, we probably won't be doing as much marketing. It's still in the very inception of everything. So it's very exciting. We have uh, a lot of very talented artists and talented people that, that uh, we're working with down there. And uh, it's going to be exciting to see, see where this goes because it's your world.
1: Right. And I mean, it's kind of like you can just, like you said, it's your world. You can mold it into whatever you want. You know, you got world's end and what, endless possibilities you know and if you got a good group of artists shit you might as well get get that music out there yeah. do what you got to do and you know that and you never know what it could be the potential is endless yeah. you know if you got the right mindset for it put your foot forward and go for it i mean you got nothing to
0: lose.
2: Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen if you don't shoot your shot. You can't hit a curveball you don't swing at. Yes,
1: sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: yeah, since you're their first guest on our uh, artist series, yeah. so wh- why do you think Ketchikan produces such great musicians? Wait, well, and Otis,
1: tell, tell, tell the viewers or the listeners about our artist series. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I've, I've had this con- kind of conceptual ideal in my head um, when it was back in the K-Town Youth Podcast. of, Since our town is so rich in artistry, whether that be music, Performers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've always wanted to have them on the podcast, and a reoccurring theme. So I just wanted to start off the series with you know three three things of like you know an artist, a a musician, and so forth. And uh, so that's been kind of my basic foundation what I wanted to do. So, so we're stoked um, to have you for number yeah. one. Yes. Hey, number one, <laughs> so baby. I just wanted to ask each artist that comes onto the series why do they think Ketchikan is so rich for? Why does it happen here? Why is it so better than most places that I go to? Maybe not better, but it seems unique, authentic, unique. authentic. Yeah, authentic. Yeah. 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 in whatever artistry that you form you do. Well, I, I personally
2: think it's because I mean we this is like one of the wettest, darkest, coldest <laughs> places on the face of the earth, right? right? So we don't have much to do here. I mean, we lost the bowling alley. We lost a lot of R&B. things. Yeah, right. <laughs> we lost a lot of things that kept us busy when we were kids and so when all that went away we didn't have anything to idle our time away we had to come up with it ourselves. we had to uh, that goes back to zaki moon we got it it's self-entertainment you got to entertain yourself and you have to do that i believe it leads you to a place that will make you happy when when the things around you and the events that are going on and things that and, and that are going on you you have to be steered towards some sort of happiness uh, in order to survive, you right? Know? You gotta right. stay alive. Find the somehow. light in the dark here. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that, that's And I, I think that that is why some of the, some of the artists, all of the artists here, are are extremely talented in what they do, simply because it's raining you can't you can't go outside and and do and do stuff so while you're spending your time inside instead of sitting on tv and watching 10 seasons of shameless get off your
1: ass and do something and you
2: might as well do what you love because when you do what you love that is what i believe will make you happy
1: yeah Yeah, that's i mean that's a great way to put it and you know I, i i mean i can't i can't Reiterated enough, like there's literally not shit to do here. So I mean,
0: you, have to you might, find healthy hobbies. Yeah, and that's a, that's the big thing or, is healthy. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, you know, we all know somebody or personally have, you know, done this or that because of the circumstances that we have here. Locally. The boredom. Yeah, you know, there's just. I mean, I, I'm gonna lie. Like, you know, had my dabble with bad shit every now and then, but it's like you know, as soon as you get out of here, as soon as you go do something else, you kind of reset your mind and you're like, all right,
0: quit being a dumbass, get back yeah. on your shit, yeah. you know, do, do what you got to do. There's normal people that live here that can do normal things. And mm-hmm. You don't have to do that track right. and really bad things. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's, uh, and, and I've seen it time and time again where, I mean, the, the drugs and the alcohol and everything mm-hmm. just consumes you. Mm-hmm. And it's simply because, I mean, there's not a whole lot, uh, not a whole lot going on and, you got two options. You can either flourish and be the best version of yourself and be authentic with what you do, or you become a recluse and you hide and you let the drugs and the alcohol consume you. Yeah. And I've seen it happen to a lot of people, and I actually let that happen to myself. Mm-hmm. And that was part of why I got out of here in the first place, which is that goes back to the wrong path, right path. You're going to get steered in the, in the right. direction that you need to go. And so... Uh, I just think that the artistry and everything that comes out of this town is so special merely because it's authentic and it's refined because we have the time to do
1: it. And, you know, touching on the authenticity, 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 authenticity. Authenticity. (laughs) no, but uh, touching on that, you know, the good comes with some struggle, you know, like you said, you know, you've you've done some of that shit too. Me too. I'm not going to lie either. I've gotten, I've been in some bad things before, but to be able to pull yourself out of that bad rut that you're in, doing this or doing that, you know, doing way too much of this and blah blah blah, you know, to to, to pull yourself out and see the other, see in hindsight, everything in hindsight is always beautiful,
0: mm.
1: everything in hindsight, but to see it in hindsight and just be like, wow. You know, I I pulled myself out of that. I did that.
2: Yeah, you get to you get to turn around and look at the growth. Yeah,
1: and that's huge. And, you got to got to
0: self-replicate, replicate. And, and
2: that's the most important thing is, is your growth. If you're not growing, you're idling. Yeah. And if you're going to idle in the same spot and not grow as a human, and try to just be, simply become a better person whether what what your definition of being a better person is right mm-hmm. that's one thing that i value so much is uh self awareness mm-hmm. mental health that kind of stuff you yes. have to be on top of your game and uh, if if you're not it can lead you to it can lead you to a dark place and um one thing that keeps me in my happy place is, you know, I've had plenty of haters. Uh, here in my here in, my, here in the, my hometown, too, you know, I've had people that say... Or just making fun of your music. Yeah, and being like, yeah. oh, you think you're going to be this big thing? Well, first of all, that's not what I want. That's self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second of all, I will never value anyone else's opinion more than my own. I will respect your opinion, but I will never value it more than my own. Right. Because if I were... I would be a slave to you. Yeah. You know, I would I would care too much what you would think, and and it would be destructive. I'd be like, oh, oh, Isaiah didn't like that song. Oh, I should take it down. Yeah. When that was that was your least favorite song, but, but John yeah. over there, that was his that was his favorite song. Right. And and I t- and I took it down because of someone else's opinion.
0: Do you think fame kind of adds to that? Like if you become too famous. Um, it adds to that always, oh, like, oh, what do they think, and what does that group think, and it, know, it, does it that de- play into that it, a little bit? It
2: definitely, it definitely can, man. And you can use any artist for for reference to that, is to how you you're, you're catering to your fans, which you always should, but you never value their opinion more right. than your own. Respect it learn from it that doesn't mean just like oh shut everything off shut everything down you got one lane and that and that's it you know like logic is like uh, people say people saying people saying stay
1: in your lane can't even drive yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) well you know one another example that reminds me of is it's kind of i feel kind of disrespected when people are like oh you know this Mac Miller album is so good, but they only say that after he passed. It's like, dude, if you didn't appreciate that when he made it, then mm-hmm. you really didn't know the struggle he was going through. Mm-hmm. You really didn't, because if you go back and you listen to those those out al- the in between albums, so they say, and you listen to those lyrics, what he's what he's spitting, they're real as shit. Mm-hmm. They are very true to what he was feeling, and like he said, you know, it might not be his favorite song, but it, it's John's favorite song over here. It's the mm-hmm. same. It, it, it's the same thing, and so that's why. For one, you can't stop people from judging or you know thinking one way or another. But two, the best thing you can do for yourself, and that's all it that really matters, is mm-hmm. what's best for yourself. Mm-hmm. Is just screw the haters. Yeah. Screw you know. The haters, baby. Uh, there's always gonna be there's always gonna be haters. If you if you got haters, you're doing something right. That's def- the way I look at
2: it. Definitely, man. And there's, there's gonna be people that hate from day one, man. and they're gonna hate you the whole way. But you know what I like. Is I like looking back at all those people that used to hate from day one and 100% of those people who used to hate on me in high school when I was doing this and I was just getting started mm-hmm. are now good friends of mine
0: and, and follow fans your of the music
2: <laughs> and bought the t-shirt yep. and yeah. bought the merch. They come back around. They come back they come around. Back. Why? Because I was authentic and I did not let them tear me down. If I let them tear me down then, they'd probably still not like me. Right. You, you know? But they see, Wow. It's authentic, and when I see a authenticity, <laughs> <laughs> I had to, <laughs> um, I love it, and I fall in love with it, and uh, and I will follow, and I'll buy their merch, and I'll do, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll contribute right. to, to what they're
0: doing because... It makes them happy, mm-hmm. and I love to
2: see other people happy. Yeah. Right? So
0: why do you think that you picked up? What What was what spurred your like put some fire under your ass about rap? Why? <laughs> oh. Why did that? Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. Origin story. Yeah. <laughs> here origin me, we want to go. No, right, I'm hoping you go
2: were going to bring me yeah, right let's into Let's go. This. All right. So we're going to go way back, way way back to the woodland house,
1: Ooh. family home.
2: The OG. Uh Bear my, my sister Erica had. The Eminem Infinite CD. Uh, the Infinite album by Eminem was released on November 12th, uh, 1996, I believe. And uh, she had that CD. And I found it when I was... I must have been seven or eight years old. And I found it. And I plugged it into the... Well, plugged it in. Put it, <laughs> put it into the CD player, into the Walkman, put on the headphones. And... Just the break beats, that hip-hop vibe, and just how raw those vocals were. I didn't even understand what he was saying, but yeah. it's the delivery, the flow, and the emotion that you could feel in that. I rocked that album forever. Funny story about that album is my sister knew I took it. <laughs> so I would hide the CD and every time she would come back and find it. I'm telling you, I got a bookshelf with uh, hundreds of books on it. Uh, And uh, in my bedroom from from my childhood. And uh, I used to pick a random book, open it to a random page, remember what book and what page that CD was in. She found it. I used to hide it under my bed. She found it. I used to hide it in the bathroom. She found it. The last time I had it, I had it for about a year. And she knew I had it. And uh, how I hid it was in an old tower and a computer we had a uh, a computer that didn't work but if i figured out if you plugged it in you could open the tray (laughs) and put the cd in there and then close the tray and then unplug it and put it back back where it originally was and you hit that button it won't open (laughs) for about a year I don't know what happened, but one day I plugged that computer in, it opened it, and it was gone. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This ain't even real life, bro. How? Like my sister, she, she, she's, a, she's a genius. But um, it all started right there with that album, man. And, and so I fell in love with hip-hop music at that moment in time. Now, it wasn't until...
0: Eight I was like seven, eight? I was like yeah.
2: seven or yeah. eight yeah I, I don 't know exactly what year, but I was young. I was a kid, mm. and I remember my mom and dad saying, "You do not listen to this, Erica, do you make sure he does not have that? She was a little bit older than me, so they give a little more lenient with her, but I was the little innocent boy that can 't be listening to <laughs> a gangster rap, you know yeah. so I fell in love with the music at that point. I would listen to other stuff I would uh, you know sneak grand theft auto in and listen to the music on there and whatnot and, and, and do my thing. But it wasn't until I hit high school and I met Nick Tooley. I don't oh, know if you remember yep. Nick Tooley? I remember Nick. He had bars. And it was one night at Ronnie Howard's house. We were hanging out. And, uh, and he said, Yo, you want to kick a freestyle? I'm like, Kick a freestyle? We're like, what is that? He's like, Yo, check it. And he played a beat. And he was just rapping about everything that he did that day from school to when we got off school, uh, got out of school, and, and it went to the mall. And we did all this stuff, just running around like goons. And he was able to take everything that we did that day and and put it into words, and I was like, that's crazy. I love that. Like, how do you do that? And he's like, just try. Like, try and just just make it rhyme. And I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> he started kicking a rhyme, and I was I. He I remember the look on his face. He looked at me. He's like, you have done this before, huh? I was like, no, I've never done this. I've never spit <laughs> no bars. I've never done nothing like this but I love it play another one and we sat there we freestyled all night long and from it was after that point that I fell in love with it and and I the, did the, the creation of it and for a while we just kicked freestyles used to right. get the beats going with yeah, the hands yeah. and pen tapping and making beats and you know we were always doing that and uh, a special story about Nick and and the origin of ghost and where that name came from because that was my that's been my alias right. for for eight eight years now I'm coming up on nine years and uh, one night we were out at my mom 's house and he pulled up his phone. And he had the the flash on. It was a new Samsung, one of the nicest phones <laughs> you could get. <laughs> had a nice had a yeah. nice had a nice flash on it. And we With could the get full it. keyboards, <laughs> no, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, it, it, he could take nice videos on it. He's like, let's record a freestyle. And for at this point, I had done the rap generator thing. I had like come up with all sorts of stupid names like Little Flows, Little MC, <laughs> Little Gangsta Rap, little, all this, all this super corny stuff. And Nick would shoot it down. and would be like, "Nah, bro, that ain't you." And he's like, It'll come because he went by Lemonade. And That That's was right. it. I thought that was the coolest thing. I'm like, I just want one word that identifies me, who I am, and whatnot, and, and, and an alias to have a, a stage name. And so we spit that freestyle, and of course, we turn around, we're watching it, making sure, we're like, oh, we should we post this? What should we do? And he's like, looking at him, he's like, bro, you is white as shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And he's like, you look like a ghost. And we just looked at each other. That's it? And he's That's like, it? That's it. Ghost. That's and the I was like, man, so I rocked that for eight years. And so... He, that, that's the origin of everything, right? I, from that point on, I put out 100 songs, uh, all free music on, on SoundCloud and YouTube and whatnot and, and did what I could with what was available. And so I'm at the point right now with this album where I'm doing all the marketing research and figuring out what the, what's, what's the best way to do this. And uh, one of the problems I ran into was the name Ghost. I cannot use that name. Really? I can and I can't. If I were to, it would put me below a whole bunch of other artists. So name goes. Never, as well? Yes. Uh. The name goes. So it's actually a band, I believe, out of the UK who holds like all the copyright and everything for that name. They're like a heavy metal rock band, but they have millions of followers, yeah, so I would never be able to top, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, eh, anything's possible, but <laughs> it would be really hard for me to top yeah. that and to get started and, and whatnot, and so when I seen that, it's extremely dis- discouraging to, to see that, and, and I was like, okay, well, what do I do? Do I give up? Do I keep going? What's the plan here? And then I thought about it, I was like, well, what's been going on in my life, and I go, you know, uh, it's a lot of self-discovery in this time. And so, for this album, this will be the first project that... I'm not going to be going by Ghost. Oh, shit. Project. I'll be really? going by Thomas Tyler. There Tyler's we go. middle name. I like it. And I thought, what's better than being yourself? Yeah. Yes, and, sir. So, well, I decided I'm th- that's what I'm going to go by. And from here on out, I will go by that. Ghost was like an alter ego in a sense uh-huh. when I was putting out all that music back in the day I was rapping about oh driving in Mercedes and making babies with the ladies and you know just yeah, it, yeah. rapping about stuff that wasn't me I was just trying to get the dope flow trying to get people to go
0: oh you know hit, <laughs>
2: hit a sick punchline and do stuff like that it was an, it was an alter ego of this for this fantasy that, that I wanted to have I used to want to be the most famous rapper the best rapper this and that As it to become more self aware it's like I don't really no. I don't really really want that I just want to be authentic I want to make music and it'll take me where it's supposed to take me and uh no better way to to do that than by being yourself
1: yeah dude I, I love that name man
2: I'm 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 I appreciate no, it that was a great origin story yeah, yeah thank very you very Ketchikan
0: roots I think yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well and
2: and that's the beautiful thing about Ketchikan and going back to what you were talking about earlier is that uh that authenticity will that's Part of uh, part of why the art that comes out of here is so great is because uh, your origin story mm-hmm. you know? and uh, if you can paint a pretty picture of of what that really was and the, and the truth behind it, then that's a beautiful thing man
1: that 's what we 're going to name this episode is yeah. what 's better than being yourself hey, so <laughs> exactly. before we close this up, Thomas is going to spit for us huh
2: uh you wanna, you want to hear some i right, I told these guys I would show them something off of uh, off of the new album, uh, we don't we have, have. We got plenty of time still. We, oh, we, oh yeah, yeah we're, we're still at thirty-one minutes. All right, good. Good. Oh, we got. Keep it rolling. Minutes. Oh man, Keep I, it rolling. I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm, I'm <laughs> on
0: spit for the next thirty-one <laughs> minutes. <laughs> if you want to have, if you want to bring anything else up about anything, yeah, yeah, plug man. some of the stuff that you're doing. Or, yeah, or you know, whatever. we
2: can, we can, we can do uh, whatever's clever. This is uh, a song that actually features a local artist uh, here in town. Uh, now a local. Uh, very big influence here in Catch Camp, Mister Joe Williams. Oh, well. yeah, and, Great uh, guy. and Great guy. it's produced by uh, Austin Webb, who is producing this entire album. Now, Krevins will be doing the, the the recording and the mixing on all the vocals and everything. So it's a big collaboration. We have a lot of cool collabs on this album, and that's what maybe that's what we'll talk about after okay. we, after yeah. we get through this. So uh, I'm just I'm just gonna spit some bars, and I hope that uh, I hope that everybody can vibe with this.
0: Just for the, vis- uh, the listeners, you're, this is off of a, a collaboration that you did with Joe Williams?
2: Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's not, it's not quite finished yet. My, my part is finished. We've got, it, we've got all of the collaborations sent off to, uh, to everybody, and uh, we got about eight or nine people involved okay. in, 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 as far as features and, and what's going on with this album. So yeah, this is uh, me, Joe, and Austin putting our heads together.
0: All right.
2: These are the lyrics. Sometimes I hear the music and I dream on it When the drums hit it right I'll kick a free on it Used to treat the beat like a urinal, i am pee on it Grow it to the nature of my style, plant a seed on it Spittin' like this got me tiptoeing on timid. The flow is so cold, a hundred below frigid. I've done been committed to my goals, you know I get it admitted. It It'd be a given, just look at my analytics, so terrific, boy. Now we livin' out in Dreamville. Used to stop at Mickey D's to get a water cup, but I fill it up with the cola when I'm back for the refill. Mm. Now we fill the olive garden when we starving. i am a bargain on my birthday cause we comin' for that free meal. But we still looking for dessert. I will honestly prefer a plate of creme brulee first. Because the lady that I got across the table is such a flirt. Mm. <laughs> hey, there we got That's Joe. let Hey, we got <laughs> Joe Williams coming in with the hook. And then we coming right back like, man. Take a look. What a sight to see. If I was someone else to see myself, I wouldn't fight with me. Probably try to buy me a drink and get a bite to eat. Hit the club, turn it up. See what tonight will bring. We can beat the dynamite up on the dance floor. Another Long Island iced tea with the hand pour. The bartender getting you drunk just like you asked for. You drinking cause you mad until you don't know what you mad for. Ask for the DJ to play it on the playlist. Vibing with the music like you was the one who made it. Another round of shots on the spot like you in Vegas. And you glad to be running up your tab till you pay it. <laughs> then you wake up in the morning unimpressed though. Check your empty wallet and your dead phone. Then explain your drunk text messages and why you sent those, and start day drinking because the hangover said so.
1: <laughs> God damn! God damn! <laughs>
2: those are some bars I wrote when I was—I uh, as my as my uncle Rocky would say—hot pipes. <laughs> hungover. I was over. gonna say, where
0: did you get the inspiration to write that?
2: Being hungover, man, yeah. and and waking up there one morning with an empty wallet, spent all my money at the bar, bought drugs, bought. My friend's drinks. Like, it was a good time. But I woke up in the morning like, what am I doing with my life, sure, man? Happiness. I just yeah. want to make music and and have fun and all this stuff. But, like, I got so wrapped up. But, like, oh, you want to make music? You, you got to be out in the club. You got to be drinking. You got to be partying. Everybody's got to like you. You got to cater to what this fantasy of being a quote-unquote rapper is. I, I like rap. I like making music. When someone is like, "Oh, you're a rapper," I almost cringe a little bit because I'm like, "Man, like, I'm not just a rapper." I would love for everybody to see see me as an artist, you know. And I've been trying to trying to grow my band, right. work on my. Do you like artist
0: or performer? What do you like other than rap? I, I, I
2: prefer an artist, right? Because first of all, it's an art. There's a lot of stuff that 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 goes into into writing and in doing everything that that we do in. It's an art. You're right, right. There's
0: a negative connotation behind a rapper. You know, you seem like oh, it's this person that's not really serious with their life. Mm-hmm. They're probably not making a ton of money mm-hmm. unless you're really serious. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or famous, I should yes. say. Um, you know, yeah. I don't want to say a deadbeat, but there's a there's a there's a mm-hmm. bad word behind being a rapper.
2: Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, especially here because there ain't no rapper. <laughs> there's a couple yeah, of people that. who think that they that they can rap, but you think you can rap a. Uh, uh, We'll, we'll do a little battle baby <laughs> yeah yeah. put it in there uh, hey, <laughs> hey I got some more bars if you guys want to hear That's something we're here for alright man just yeah. you just always gotta know that there's power in the lyrics hope you hear it it's my passion spitting fire on the beat instrumental turning to ashes who am I to you well it depends on who is asking if you really want to know just listen up and it will happen yo my name is Thomas I like to think that I'm honest how to guide be the province my sister was born in August like a Jack Daniels now I skip a gin and tonic awareness levels cause I'm aware of where my God is and that's alright with me not the type to be complaining still amazing that I made it out alive after the scathing teacher said I won't be much coming from the place I was raised and I rebelled and got expelled but I have a 12th grade education yes, I was rolled up cause I rolled up they took away my diploma that was low I put a whole bunch of weight up onto my shoulders but I knew that I had fans from Ketchikan to Minnesota Little Rocky in my boat but I still fight like I'm Boboa. <laughs> hello My middle name is Tyler, I'm white and I'm half hided. this music what I desire, levated and take it higher, don't like these and don't like liars, at times I seem to be hyper when I tigerlessly ride through the night, inside of that cypher rich like I might, Just be the type to see the scenery, double dose of greenery, see what they really see in me, why is it you believe in me, only when left in PMG, is living my life like life is just a dream and I'm on DMT. You say that shit to me like you think that it's gonna hurt. I'll never value your opinion more than mine. I come first. I've been doing this since birth. Yo, my first day on this earth. Yo, I popped outside. My mama started laying down a verse for <laughs> this nurse named Hillary. This has been killing me. Spirit here feeling me. Now this is the epitome of wildlife rapping. What the fuck you gonna do about it? Put you in the corner. Let you bitch and boohoo about it. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's good. I can't help but smile. <laughs> no, honestly, it's just like. It's so good. <laughs> yeah.
2: it, it, it's just bars, man. I, I love that because it's just, it's an emotion. It, uh, rap to me is like a journal. You know, I don't write the journal.
0: Mm.
2: I, I write in my phone. And, and I make it rhyme. It's as simple as that. Yeah, that was that. my
0: question. Like, what is your happy place where you can write music in and like what, what's, what flows best? Is it like when you're home alone, locked in a room or outside walking around? Like, what's your happy
2: place? You know, that's a really good question, man, because I've had to ask myself that multiple times, especially when you're in a slump. You got writer's block. There's not much going on, especially in this pandemic. I'm like, oh, what am I going to write about? Oh, COVID-19 is likely. It might be. inside <laughs> me, you know, like yeah. what, 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 what are we going to write? About people are tired than, of hearing about. COVID yeah, people things. are tired yeah. of tired of hearing that, and so um, my genuine happy place, where I feel like I could get the most out of out of what I'm writing, is when I'm alone, I got a good beat, and and I find the pocket of that beat, and I get a, I get a da 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 da, I, I able to slip into the flow, and 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 find that. That pocket, right? It's like football, right? right. So You're trying to find the pocket. And and when I find the pocket, I'm usually alone in a dark place with good lighting and, and just good vibes. But most of the time, I'm alone. When I critique the beats and listen to the beats and everything, I like to be going on a walk. I like to be yeah. outside in the sunshine, walking, vibing. Or sometimes I'm walking in the rain. Vibe. It. it's just an outside environment when i'm listening to the beats and trying to come up with a concept and right. an idea i'm outside doing my thing and uh yeah that's that's kind of what, how i how i operate i go on a walk listen to the beat go home turn off the lights get the get the lights get the yeah. vibes going sit down and just freestyle I just freestyle, like, doing whatever, d- trying to find that pocket. And once I find the pocket, I'm like, okay, this is kind of what I want it to sound like. Let's sit down. Let's focus. Let's
0: write. And, uh, so you just listen to just instrumentals? Yes. And then you, and then you just think in your head what you're going to say over you, those instrumentals?
2: Yes. And and if I'm kind of in a rut and I, and I feel like I don't have a concept or anything, I'll go back and I'll just listen to an album, whether that's Kanye album right. or join the Lucas album, Eminem album, Logic album. Right. Logic. Shout, out Logic. Yeah. Shout <laughs> out Logic, love Logic. Uh, no pressure. That uh, yep. Album's dope. Yes, sir. Found a lot of inspiration in that, especially with everything that's going on from from a global pandemic to the revolution with Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. everything. Like, what an incredible journey, Logic. Had. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. watched him from day one to the day he retired. I bet, I bet he come back.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so my question is, you know, like, like put me in your shoes. You know, like, do you have to? put yourself in a specific kind of like frame of mind when you like do you have to change your demeanor on how you think and how you act versus you know everyday life versus when you're sitting down and you're truly trying to find that pocket and make some music or uh, is it just is this just pretty much what you are 24/7
2: uh it's it's yes it's yes and no and um it's been a it's been a growth factor for sure is mm-hmm. It used to be 24-7, right? And and I used to bug the shit out of my friends because they'd be like, yo, sick hat, Thomas. I'd be like, yeah, it's a sick hat because I rap and I'm in the back of a black (laughs) Cadillac with a cat, you know? And everything was rhymes to me. And and that's where I got to the point to where, like, if I have a word, I can make it rhyme. It kind of goes back to the Eminem thing, right? Like, nothing rhymes with with orange. (laughs) And he's like, no, things rhyme with orange. You just have to find what's on the other side of the door hinge you know there's things that that rhyme with everything it's the way you pronounce uh, pronounce it and and basically and some stuff don't even have to rhyme you just move on to the next word look at a lot of artists a lot of artists are doing that but that's one thing I've been trying to change right because how I sit down and, and when I write, I may be getting a little off of the no, topic. No, no, no. got exactly what we want. Keep it oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when it comes down to, to the rhyme, so a perfect example. I'm just going to pull up a random note on my phone here, and we'll do uh, we'll do uh, this one. This song is called "Do or Die," and hopefully this works. Yeah, this works. So it's uh, know that I'm holding myself so accountable. Accountable is my root word. For, for that first bar. I've always done that so that the root rhyme is at the end of the bar. Know that I'm holding myself so accountable. Now, what, what would you expect to, to be the word that I'm going to rhyme with? It would be accountable. That's what I feel uh, naturally I should rhyme with. Know that I'm holding myself so accountable. Now that I see that this world an animal. Give my life up to this almighty, powerful, know that this love it becoming and bountiful. So accountable, animal, powerful, bountiful. Those are all the yes. root words. Yes. And so what I've been trying to do, I've always formatted it in, in a 16-bar verse where there's 16 of those lines. And I would always do it as four, 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 four. That was the, the method to the madness that, that I found that worked. And I've done that for years. And what I'm trying to do now is break away from that. Start using pre-root rhymes. And I, I don't know if this it's is like the like, kind of thing. It's kind of like
1: the topic, of
0: getting, yeah, off, getting so off the topic. Yeah,
2: so it's like instead of just using that, a good example would be like, okay, I'm just going to come up with something here. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. I've been feeling fine on this mic, but I look up at my phone. Now I'm out here riding on a bike and I'm all alone. Mike and bike are in the middle, so those two were uh, words uh, rhyme, and then alone, and in the zone, or whatever. Right. Are, so you still have those those root rhymes, and then you have those pre-rhymes that are kind of in the middle. And I've just been playing with that. So instead of that structure of 4-4-4-4 four, 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 four to make a 16-bar verse, I've been trying to do 3-3-3-3 three, 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 three with... Uh, two wacky ones at the end, whatever the math comes on was in my specialty. But you know, I can sit down and I can look at it and I could be like, wow, I don't have to do four, 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 four. I can use two rhymes and then two rhymes and then four and then two, two, and then four, to to get me to my sixteenth. And it changed the entire oh, yeah. flow yeah. and how everything came out. And uh, I've just been I've just been playing with it, and so that's
0: what you're challenging yourself with. Getting yeah, out of get, comfort get, zone. yeah, that's exactly getting what out
2: of my comfort zone because yeah. for years I've that was my pocket. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I can get into the pocket of any beat with that, with that. Uh, what would be a good word? That blueprint yeah. of like being able to know that this is going to work on any song right. it, it, with, that I do, it'll it'll work. But as Craven's pointed out to me not too long ago, he's like, when you do that, like it sounds good but it gets repetitive right where it almost sounds the same it's kind of like if if it's just da 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 like over and over again it's going to get repetitive especially when you have so much music out you know so that's something that we tried to do with this album was to where make it so it still has that impact still able to slip into the pocket and but still being able to grow and expand and not idle in the same spot
1: well, I mean, that sounds like growth to me, man. Facts. Sounds like growth for sure. I mean, you're sticking to the four, four, four. Yeah. Mixing it
0: up. I mean, yeah. wh- why not? Yeah. So, do you? How do you? Um, like, do you like read a lot of stuff to find new words, or you just flip through the dictionary, or like what? Because uh, I, I know there's lots of words out there that you want to borrow and put into your music. So yeah. Where um, do you go to look for that? Of course. I feel like that's a thing in rap, maybe. It really, it, it really is,
2: and and it kind of isn't. It depends on the artist, but for me personally. What started that was freestyling. Uh I would freestyle all the time, and and it got to a point to where I kind of hit a wall, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm running out of words. And I'm like, I'm not running out of words. I'm I'm just not learning and growing. And so... Uh, it, it was a lot of dictionary work. Really? Right? And that's
0: not a joke because I've heard that. Was no, lit. that's
2: a real okay. thing. Open up a dictionary and just start rhyming with all the words and just flipping pages and, and flip, flip to a random page and spit to all the words that are on that page, whether you're using them as pre-rhymes or those root rhymes. And uh, one other thing is there's this app. I don't know if it's an app. I just type it up in Google. It's a random word generator. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I see, you can pick up to 50 words, I think, and it'll just throw out all these random words, nouns, verbs, well, everything, and it, it gets your mind going right. into, like, using these words. And I've discovered a lot of stuff where I'm like, whoa! Like, <laughs> I've had, like, a catalog of what rhymes with, like, all these words. And then I just get to add another word into that and that word, the pronunciation of that word, connects to this catalog. And so that rhyme brought me to here. So like I can I can access so much more uh because of one little discovery like that. When I discovered that I was like, yo, random word generators where it's at <laughs> Especially when I'm having some writer's block or something. Yeah. Kick that up on the screen and just look at the words, listen to the beat and just and just do whatever I want say right. whatever I want. Sometimes I've been kicking fist out that shit. Don't make any sense at all, <laughs> but it rhymes or it sounds
1: decent, or I slipped into the pocket, or sometimes maybe it's trash. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, honestly, like I think the biggest takeaway from that that I took is you know ever since Kobe died, I kind of been you know you know me, I love yeah, basketball, yeah,
2: B-ball, and baby. so
1: you know there's to a point you can watch just highlight after highlight, but the the thing that I've really been doing is just like studying the the mentality and the craft that he took to get him to the point to where to have the success that he has and to see you you know you read one word and then it leads you to another catalog of words like that kind of mindset that kind of strategy I mean shit dude like that is next level I mean when you are passionate about whatever it is that you do when you do it day on day out like that's what it's like right there. When, when it doesn't make sense to somebody else but it makes sense to you, you're like, huh, then I'm doing something right.
0: Yeah,
2: and, and that just goes back to like I don't care what anybody thinks right. about me, bro. And, and that has brought me to a happy place. And when I'm happy, one thing I've noticed about other people who are, who are happy, they become a light in my life where I, I look at them and I feel inspired. And when I thought about like, what do I, what do, what do I want people to think about me? Cause I care what people think, but I don't at the same time, mm-hmm. I care about my reputation. I care about ha- making friends and being a good influence on other people, especially the kids in this town. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's, it's important for me to be a light in in other people's lives i want them to look at me and see what you see in me. right i want them to see that it's authentic and that i'm happy and that if you do what you love and you take the time to discover what that is if you haven't discovered it yet that your your entire life will change you know you'll start to notice that the happiness like i just want to be happy don't you want to be happy
1: yes sir happy. and i think that's like the biggest thing with any type of artist whether it's you know drawing painting music whatever photography when they find that like you said when you don't give a shit what anybody thinks but you're doing what you want to do and you think this is great that's the kind of happiness that i think that everybody should strive to achieve is you know there's a difference between being happy and having all this money having a nice car family blah 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 that that doesn't mean shit if you're not happy with what you're doing and that i mean i think that is very an advanced way of thinking is for especially people our age mm-hmm. you know a lot of people don't figure this shit out till they're like 40 and it's mm-hmm. like well pff, shit I mean you could go at any point in time Lifetime time wasted yeah, yeah exactly so you know like being able to find find your own happiness make your own happiness carve your own way do what makes you you mm-hmm. I think that's that's fucking huge
2: and and that'll that that's what leaves legacy you know, yes, especially, in that we're gonna be able to have such an incredible legacy. Look at the world that we live in today. The fact everything's that everything's documented. The fact that we could. Everything's documented. You know, we're gonna start pumping out babies pretty soon, and and the fact that our children and our grandchildren are gonna be able to sit here and listen to our voices mm-hmm. and what Weird. and what Weird. we were talking about and what we were thinking about. They're gonna be like. Oh, this is in twenty. They were alive in twenty twenty. That was like pandemic, <laughs> global <laughs> revolution, yeah. like all this crazy stuff. And, and, and imagine if you were able to sit down right now and listen to your great grandfather right. having a conversation yeah. with his buddies. That would be. mind blowing. That would yeah. be. Oh yeah. It's mind strange Now that I think about it. Yeah. And and I just think it's incredible, man. Legacy is so important, and and. Your legacy—that's what—that's what I take not pride in, but something that I value a lot is like, what are my kids going to think? of right. me? What are my grandkids going to think of me? And uh, and how will, how can I inspire and and influ- influence them? Because I don't want my kids to be like, oh yeah, my dad's a gangster rapper. Like I had one, <laughs> I had one of my haters uh, years ago tag me tag me in something that was like, uh, what was it? it was like uh, when your kid. When you when, when your kids in preschool and it's uh, not not a talent show but uh, what was that when you bring the show, show and tell yeah and they're gonna bring in your daddy's mixtape and ounce of weed or something like you know and I was like bro that that hurts man <laughs> like that ain't <laughs> me like my kids ain't gonna be doing that and I, it really made me think though and I was like man I don't want my kids to be like oh my daddy's just a gangster rapper you know. That's why, like, such a huge influence from Logic with what he mm-hmm. did with this No Pressure album. I don't know if, if, if anybody caught this, but his first ever album that he did with No I.D., uh-huh. his first album was called Under Pressure, you know, a diamond in the rough. Yes, sir. He's going through the loops. He's about to break through into in uh, it's, it's like – It's like a starter. And you and go all the way through. I think he's put out 14 projects in between those two and or, or in general don't quote me on that but uh uh his last album retirement album no pressure
0: mm-hmm. and
2: why what influenced that for him so i did a little bit of research you listen to the album you're gonna hear it right. clear as day he's got a kid on the way yep and he's ready to focus on that he did what he did and made the money to set it up set himself up for life and now he's putting all of that on the line mm-hmm. to take care of his kid
1: and you know, I actually listen to this song almost every day. But Dad bod, Dad bod, dude, baby. Dad bod. I mean, you Dad listen bod. to those words. He's like, I'm I'm in the aisle for yeah, it's yeah. Because like, my drawer
2: stank as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, what one one line from there too is like uh, that that I love is like. Uh, little Bobby better eat your greens. Don't give me any lip about it. Mm-hmm. Like it, that, that people. He he's even gonna,
1: little Bobby's gonna hear that. Yeah,
2: little Bobby's gonna hear that, and he's gonna be like, "Wow, man, my dad loved me when I was a yeah. little
1: baby." You mm-hmm. know,
2: and uh, I just think it's incredibly inspiring to me that, um, you know, he set an example to where it's not all about fame. It ain't mm-hmm. about the stardom. It's not about the money, the bitches, the chains, the cars. It's not about that. It's about the music. And if you look at what he's what he's doing right now on Twitch and everything, mm. breaking down those albums and, and and just really being authentic one-on-one with his fans, right? And I've always thought about, like, fans, it's always been weird to me, right? Like, oh, I get messages on Facebook or something. I'm like, oh, I'm such a big fan. And I'm like, oh, nah, fam, you, you ain't a fan, you yeah. fam, you family to me. Because if you give a shit about what I'm doing, I give a shit about what you're doing. And I'm going to check you out and... And do that. And that's what logic always did, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it until it gets to a point to where like it's physically impossible to answer every DM mm-hmm. or to or to reply to every comment. But that's when you start to take that craft in that you, your art and, and cater to to your audience and 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 try to give back as much as you can because they're your legacy to where you are and that's your legacy. Yeah, right? and you know that
1: it, it make it's inspirational in the fact that like you said everything's documented you know mm-hmm. our kids are going to be listening to this one day yeah. and it it makes you not want to shy away from that like put out as much podcast or, as you can you know put out as much content in whatever it is that you want to do because you'll it'll be part of your legacy you know like you, you, you won't our like i said our kids are going to be able to listen to this it's
2: mm-hmm. and uh, to add to that i mean you can't lie to the internet no You cannot lie to the internet. You will be called out and shamed or canceled. That's a big thing going on right now. Canceled, ghost. You're canceled. (laughs) Oh, you're canceled. (laughs) You know. You don't. You don't believe what I believe. You're canceled. So
0: they uh, take the social uh, media uh, horror. Yeah, Yeah, right.
2: Right. And and that's something that's definitely going on that we're living through right now. Where you got to be. You got to navigate through social media in a smart manner you know mm-hmm. uh, i choose to stay out of politics and, and all of that stuff simply because i know what it brings nobody's gonna agree with me you mm-hmm. might have a few that but they're just gonna like your post and move on but right. the keyboard warriors are gonna yeah. be there and they're gonna be ganging up on you yeah, and you're know. gonna feel yeah. like shit at the end of the night because you're gonna be questioning what you even well yeah. you know what you think that doesn't mean stand up for for what's right but I believe in sitting down and having an intellectual conversation over uh, over typing over social yep. media. First of all, because it's hard to tell about someone's tell about what, someone's tone, mm-hmm. sarcasm, stuff like right. that. So I just stay out of the whole politics. And, and Way everything. more healthy
0: having a one-on-one conversation. Oh, you, know, well, you oh, can uh, he, you he, can he, understand
2: he, both sides. Yeah, you can look at someone in the in, in the eyeballs, you know, and, and that's something that my dad told me long ago that uh, that really stuck with me forever. Was you know people will say shit over the phone. That they would never say to your face. Yep. Yep. And it's right. because they're not looking in your eyes.
0: Yep. Same with social media. Exactly. the same, same damn thing. Same exact thing. Probably actually worse, the anonymity yeah. that you can mm-hmm. have behind
2: it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. because, I mean, it's just, I mean, freedom of speech all day. I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah. Right. But don't be a fucking dumbass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or an asshole. You
2: know, just, <laughs> yeah. just keep
1: that shit to yourself. You know, yeah. there's some people out there I'm like, man, really? Yeah. What were, like, what were you thinking when you? Posted? Hey, you, you know, <laughs> but but there are brothers and sisters
2: too, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You, you got to love them, and and that's that goes back to being a light in in other people's lives. Is you know, if if you're authentic and you are who you really are, and you're genuinely happy, and those people see it, they're they're gonna want a piece of that. Why is that dude so happy? Why is that girl so happy? Why are they so? genuine? and they're going to start to look and analyze and be curious about right. why you know
0: so what have been some of your inf- influencers uh, throughout your life that, that focus on rap like uh, you, you mentioned Logic where he had a kid and whatnot that was mm-hmm. one of the influencers mm-hmm. for albums so like That the music that you produce. What are some of your influences like? Does your culture? I know you're Alaska Native. You Mm -hmm. said Mm -hmm. does that play a part in any of your music at all, or you know the patches in your life?
2: It's gotta be. It's uh, you know the the Haida's because I'm because I'm Uh Haida. The Haida's used to be banging on drums, eating skookum root,
0: (laughs) you know, going
2: to war with the Clinkets and the Simshians and trying to steal their women. And you know the history goes back uh, back a long ways. And so, I think about that. Music was a huge part of the culture. Absolutely. I mean, it wasn't... And a lot of downtime, too. You know, it wasn't, (laughs) right? It's COVID always. But, um, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe it's in the blood, but um, genuinely, it's just, it's it's something that makes me happy. And where I became influenced was by Eminem at first, and then it was just all these, all the other artists that, that started coming out, like... Logic was one of the first ones I discovered. Mac Miller, high school. Right. Those were oh, the man. high school vibes. We were going to high school parties, you know, discovered girls. You, you know, you want to sit down <laughs> and listen to a Mac Miller song, try to still
0: get, get smooth on it, you know I what I'm saying? still do. Let's get it. But, uh,
2: you know, Mac Miller was, was a huge part. Kanye West, um, Jay-Z, you know, uh, Empire State of Mind. That, that mm-hmm. stuff was, yes, like, yes. so influential to me that it made me feel Feel good, and and that was the most important thing to me. If, if if music don't don't feel good to me or doesn't have a positive message or or some sort of light right. or ha- happiness or guidance skip. behind it, yeah, you just, you just skip through it, you know. And and a lot of music nowadays is kind of um just not not up to par with like what I want to listen to. That's why I like uh, you know I've been going through and listening to albums. Albums are I used to never do that. Yeah, I you love know, it too, because it's like a story, man. It, it, it really is. And so I've been listening to like... sit down,
1: start to finish. That shit is it, literally it, a great story. Exactly. It's like, like an audio like the there. One
2: of the great greatest albums that, that I personally think I've ever listened to was Amy Winehouse's Back to Black. Absolutely incredible album. It has nothing to do with with rap or anything like that really i mean she had nas on a couple of her songs you know <laughs> yeah. and, and and that was really cool but she did something interesting where she took she broke the rules mm-hmm. you know she took hip-hop and jazz music and brought it together right and she did some she killed it she she killed it she did some yeah. wonderful things with 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 that project and and all of her music in general uh lisa marie presley uh, the album Storm and Grace, that's, that has nothing to do with, with hip-hop or, or anything. Absolutely incredible, beautiful album. Logic did the same thing. This is, might be a little hint for um, the next project that I'm working on is uh, something along the lines of like Logic's supermarket album. He had, I think, he had one rap verse on that entire album, mm-hmm. and everything else was him playing guitar and playing on the keys, him yep. jamming and him singing his heart out. I, for the longest time, convinced myself I can't sing. You know, you play instruments I, I at all? Uh, so I, I did. I played the national. I don't know if you remember this. I did. I played the national anthem at in in middle school, uh, seventh grade, and I could not play the guitar. Standing up, like oh yeah, yeah I remember strap, I remember. and uh, they. I brought out a chair, plugged in my amp, and I sat down. And then the announcer came up, said, "Okay, kids, we got Thomas Hamilton coming up. He's gonna be playing the Stars <laughs> and Banner Hendrix version on his electric guitar. Everybody, stand up and please remove your caps." I look and everybody stands up. I'm the only person in the building sitting down because I can't stand up with the (laughs) guitar. Um, So I do play guitar. I mess around on the keys a little bit. I've messed around with with, uh, producing and whatnot. But um, guitar, I would say, would be my my strong point. (laughs) I'm not great by any means. Uh, I actually haven't picked up a guitar in a long time and uh this trip back here getting back to the roots and everything i went and visited with austin who's producing this album and uh he gifted me wow uh, an electric acoustic guitar a jasmine what a guy and uh yeah it's time to pick that baby back up and uh maybe start working on the next project already
0: yeah yeah you were mentioning something about Joe Williams and you guys doing a project yes. You're going to go down a little bit. yeah so like uh, a little bit yeah more. let
2: me let me go ahead you and, guys played and,
0: at the blueberry fest right a yeah we did ago. the blueberry fest and Have then it was
2: that? just it was just his birthday uh last week and we did the uh the Creek Street cabaret and was it like a little open mic night thing uh it, yeah kind of but uh not really had it was a mix of both so he set up uh, kind of a lineup. Mm-hmm. For who he wanted to hear, it's his birthday. he should be able to listen to all the yeah. local bands and artists right. that he wants to hear, so he set up a little lineup, and uh yeah, we spit those songs together. It was funny. I was kind of ashamed of myself, but you know i don't I don't care what anybody thinks so <laughs> i uh I went up there and and talked to joe uh we were, we went and had lunch up at up at Cape Fox, and we were talking and whatnot, and we were getting ready to do this show, and he had just asked me the day before, "Hey, you want to do
0: this? let's Dude. do it."
2: And I'm like, oh man. We went over those songs hundreds and hundreds of times back in 2017, 2018, over hundreds and hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. And I would rehearse, 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 record, 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 and then it came time to rehearse and do the Blueberry Festival. So we were rehearsing, I was at least, and, and, and whatnot, and over and over and over. So when we did Blueberry, did Blueberry Fest and then released the project cut it off. I don't want to hear these songs anymore. (laughs) I am tired of these songs. Time to move on to the next thing. Well, I hadn't listened to him for a long time here and there, but he asked me to do that. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then I I played the song and I'm like, wait, like, I don't, I don't remember the words, bro. (laughs) I mean, I have hundreds of songs. So like to remember those is difficult because I start to mingle and mix things together and, and it, I pulled some from this song and some from this song, and it's like, that's not it. What did I say? So <laughs> in, in order to, to ensure that I didn't mess anything up at the Creek Street uh, Cabaret that night for Joe's birthday, I just told the audience "said hey, look, Here's the story. I'm going to read this from my phone so I don't mess this up. some guy in the back, don't mess this up. <laughs> oh, man, I won't, brother. I got you. I'm going to read it right off of my phone. Yeah. And uh, we killed the show. It was an absolutely incredible time. Uh, Joe Williams, why I love him so much. He's a very, very good guy. You know, that night uh, was was. Uh, for Joe's birthday, of course, but um, for Amy as well, who's currently battling stage four uh, right. breast cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's bins all over the, all yeah, the time. A, I, I believe it. they got picked up today, the 31st. Yeah. Uh, they're out there counting the money. All of the proceeds are going to her. But uh, I think Joe raised about $3,000 for her wow, that that's awesome. night with door fees, drinks. Yeah. And, so it was and all gone, all gone to her. all went to her, her at the end of the night. They counted up the cash. Yeah, yeah. Handed it to her. She got a big round of applause. and uh, god bless her so i in and she gonna pull through um you know and that's amazing all all, all thanks to this community and us coming together and uh back to joe williams he's a very big influence in this town and Mm -hmm. uh you know i just feel blessed to be to be in his life and uh and to be able to work on this album together with him so back to the album and the features we have uh joe williams uh, featuring on this album, doing vocals. We have Diane Slagle, who's uh, a pianist here in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's she great. used to help him do yeah. the open mic. She's going to do a piano. <laughs> she's amazing. <too>. Uh, she's <laughs> going to be uh, uh, doing a piano solo. Um, we have uh, Colin McCormick. Oh, uh, guitarist, amazing. Reds on the guitar, doing uh, a couple guitar solos. We have Tyler Crane, who is good friends with Austin. And. Uh, mm. I hope I'm not missing. If I'm missing anybody, just know I love you. <laughs> We've got Brenner Music uh, from, I believe she's from Los Angeles. I found her on TikTok when she was jamming on the saxophone. Mm-hmm. I heard her playing that. I said, <laughs> I called Austin. Yeah, hey, I bro, we need her to do a saxophone solo for the outro of the album.
1: Wait, so tell us how that went. You just DM her on TikTok, or bro?
2: I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, Instagram it's DMs crazy. are the way to go. People, I mean, pe- you can comment and send people Facebook messages and, and shit all day long, yeah. and, and they will hit you back. And it's just a matter of doing it. I can't right. tell you how many people I've sent DMs to. A lot of them didn't reply, but you know. Uh, shoot, yeah, your sh- yeah, shoot, shoot your, your shot. Shoot your shot. You can't hit a curveball, you don't swing. Yes, And so, um. You know, I I, I just shoot, shot her a DM and say, hey, yo, I'm working on this album. And being authentic, right? You're not like, hey, listen up. I got 12,000 LinkedIn followers. and
0: you, you know, like, come on, bro. nobody Likes in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. nobody yeah. gives a yeah. shit,
2: bro. So I just hit her up. I said, hey, look, we're working on this album. And uh, I found you on TikTok. And... Uh, this is on Instagram, right? Because uh, that's all linked together. TikTok's a beautiful thing, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, don't sleep on it. Nope. Just jump on the TikTok train. But anyway, uh, I sh- I sent her a DM and just said, look, we're working on this album. Um, I would love to send you some, and, and if you mess with it, you know, uh, we'd love to have you do a saxophone solo on it. And gave her a little bit of context about what the, what the what the album is, and what it what it's about. And uh, and she agreed. She said, "I'm all in." And uh, wow. to give a little bit of context of what was in that DM about what what the album is about, is uh, it's self awareness, mental health, and suicide prevention. As you guys know, we lost Paul Askin,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. Dylan mm-hmm. Benning, yeah.
2: some of our very good childhood absolutely, friends. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, I don't want to lose <laughs> any more friends. Yeah, man. yeah. And uh, if I can do what I can to do to try to Get that message out there, and get my, give my perspective of mental health and self awareness, and try to be a light in these people's lives who say they don't know what they feel, they don't know what to say, they don't. You know, right. if I can help lead and guide, the mission complete. If I only have a hundred people who buy the album, and that's enough because that's who it, it reached who it was supposed to reach and that's the most important thing to me man it's not about the money it's not about the fame bitches cars gold chains nothing like that it's all about the music and the message like logic said they don't like messages in rap it <laughs> destroys the art well here i am people, tear me apart <laughs>
1: stay alive yes sir <laughs> yes, yeah sir. so we're uh,
0: we're actually coming to the end soon um is there anything else you want to plug or you want to wrap anything? Or
1: you know
2: what, man,
0: we got a good sample of what you had. At least you know what
2: yeah. you got. A we got a final wrap up. Yeah, so yeah. Anything the the, the final about? wrap up, man. Well, what should we should, should we kick a little freestyle? Or something. I, okay, here's something I used to like to do to try to expand the the vocabulary and become comfortable with being uncomfortable and whatnot at, at parties and stuff. I used to. The archive. View. The R. View, baby. <laughs> hey, Grandpa I remember that. Shit. I remember that. Up. Shout out Zachy Moon, <laughs> fucking hashtag, eight hashtag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, one thing we used to do at these parties is, you know, I've been drinking a little bit, and the, the catalog and the rhymes and all, all that, those catalog of, uh, of rhymes goes out the window. And so I'm like, man, I don't know what to start with. Like, those I got to rap about, times. like, stuff I see in the room or, like i just be like, yo, give me some words. Mm-hmm. Give me a word, and I'll, I'll see if I can spit a couple bars to it. Pick a word or a topic or anything, and, and I'll see if I can spit some bars.
1: You go first, Otis. You got, you got a wider vocabulary.
0: And anything? I mean... A- a-
1: Anything, bro. Athleticism.
2: I mean, <laughs>
1: oh, bro, that's crazy.
2: That's crazy. Well, that's a crazy <laughs> word, man. No, but seriously, though, like... All right, all right, all right, all right, so gonna, we're going to... You are good at baseball, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, uh, facts. I appreciate that. You yeah. know who I ran into at the bar the other night at the at the Arctic Bar wet t-shirt contest? Who? I'm telling you. Milner. <laughs> Milner. Yeah, yeah. I ran into yeah. Johnny
1: Milfner, Dude, bro. I was there. I just can't believe I to see you. I was there for like 10 minutes. I, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Oh, but yeah. I see him, I'm like, what up, Belfair? He just shakes his damn yeah, head. Yeah, he's like, like nah, no. We had laughing. a really
2: good conversation, man, and he's really happy to see me doing all right and whatnot because yeah. I was a little shaky back then. Oh, yeah, that we, that we all were. Anyways, uh, I'm just going to use athlete. Athlete.
0: athlete. Hey, all
1: right, all right, all right, all
2: right, all right. Woo! All right, everybody in this room got to eat, but we... Run around like a bunch of athletes, it's hard to compete. I'm trying to go back to the ham to get out of my damn leash. You got it? Capiche? I'm a dog that's barking but dumb. broke off the leash. Now we can get the next word, it's superb, and I don't mean to curse, but when I pet the, it purrs. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like that. <laughs> All right, give me another uh, one. give me another
2: one. We keep going. If you keep them coming, as like you tell, I move on to the next word, I can, I can just keep rolling off of what you guys say. We'll do uh, Blueberry. Okay, okay. Uh, Just point when you wh- want a new word. I, I got you. I, uh, I used to try to rap like a gangster. They're saying that you scary until they seen me and Joe at the Blueberry <laughs> Fest. It be the best time is money invest. You want to get it, homie? I could really feel it in my chest. Now I need a new word. Seahawk. Now I'm a reverb and it be the Seahawk. Telling them we rock, everybody trying to go see what we got. We rising up to the top, taking my spot. I never been a fan of the cops, but they doing what they got to make sure that they go home. And they're not alone, everybody got to go and get up in the zone. TikTok. In the word is on TikTok. Mm. I hope that it is hip hop, don't flip flop. I've never been a fan of wearing a gold wristwatch, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, Yo I got it. something I, w- I want. to play. Yeah, wrist, yeah, yeah. I want to play a little trick on you oh, guys yeah. here. I want you guys to try to say "Irish wristwatch," but say it fast. Irish
1: wristwatch. You go first. That? Irish wrist. Ah,
0: uh, wait. Irish. Irish wristwatch. <laughs> Irish <laughs> wristwatch. You <laughs> <laughs> right, You Irish wrist watch irish (laughs) wrist watch (laughs) oh
2: man i knew you guys been drinking before i got here i just kind of man that's that's one thing that uh that i discovered trying to trying to spit some bars it's like some words just do not work work together you cannot get your mouth to to work like that And, and there's just some words in the english
0: do you make up your own words sometimes
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Authenticity? Yeah, dude, <laughs> Austin, Austin,
2: what did I say? Authenticity. Austin, you're so man It's just great, man. And I, I hope that uh, all the listeners can can take something from this and uh, continue to come back to this podcast and, and see light in all the artists that you guys are going to be bringing through this series. I think it's an absolutely incredible idea to, to do that because you, you're going to have... Artists from all aspects, and, and now your, your catalog is going to be endless with who you can bring in mm-hmm. here, you know, uh, whether they're graphic designers, musicians, dancers. It, it's it's endless, especially with the incredible people we have here on the island of Ravilla Gugato.
1: Well, you know, for me, like, th- I think this podcast is definitely going to hold a special place mark because this, this is my dog. This yeah. is my boy from way back when, and, you know, every time I see him in town when he's back always come up say what's up but you know even just trading facebook messages you know a couple times a year it's it's always you know we we talk about this throughout the podcast it's always genuine this is my friend from back in the day like to see him doing well and he he messages me saying hey man good to see you doing well too and you know it it's truly genuine, Yeah, and 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 I appreciate and that. If
2: I can give a shout-out, man, I want to give you a shout-out. Thank and you, the, sir. And, and your your new business that you got <laughs> yeah, going on. k Town Deliveries, right? The Uber Eats, the Ketchikan, yeah. we ain't going to let Uber yeah. come here no. take over yeah. Hell, yeah. hell. No, hell no, no, no baby, we doing everything local. I've yeah. seen... Yeah. Uh, was, that was you, right? That you, you're you fighting for them food trucks. The yeah, yeah, we got them. He got them. You got them. You did. <laughs> Congratulations, baby. <laughs> yes, see when you when you're on the right path, things yeah. work out, and, and things are great. I love what you do in the community. Thank you. Thank you. I love what you do in the community. I'm so happy that you guys
1: uh, were able to have me on, and uh, God bless. All
0: right. Thank you so much. Yep,
1: thanks for listening, guys. I was Thomas Hamilton. Yeah. Thomas Tyler. Hey, Thomas Tyler, a.k.a. Ghost, a.k.a. You're favorite rapper <laughs>
2: <laughs> take care everybody Salud.